0: Welcome to What is Truth, the radio show devoted to asking the question, what is truth? Now your hosts, doctor and pastor of Grace and Truth Church in Amherst, Michael Caesar and co-host Johnny
1: D. You
2: want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth. You can't handle the truth.
1: Do like Jesus said, search the scriptures and you'll know what is truth. Amen. Welcome to the What is Truth Radio Show. Here we are in our studios, nice and warm up here in the north. Uh, Dr. Michael Caesar, along with my partners in Truth, Mark Sassy and John DiGiuseppe. Good morning. Good morning. Good to have you with us. And this is our final show of the year. Can you believe it? 2023 no. has uh, come to pass. It was a unique year. It started on a Sunday, ended with a Sunday, 53 Sundays. In 23, Mm -hmm. I often wondered what that was about, and Mm -hmm. I was thinking in the scriptures that um, 23 is the number of the famous psalm, the Lord is my My shepherd, shepherd. Mm -hmm. and 53 is the chapter in Isaiah where he died. And, and our shepherd died for us. It's about where he was wounded for our transgressions. I don't know. Maybe that's what he wanted us to focus on last year. Yeah. yeah. And uh, But this new coming year, we're going to wish you a blessed new year. And we want to look at, uh, you know, New Year's resolutions are a common thing. And again, you're listening to What is Truth. And if you like the program We recommend that you get your friends to listen along. And if they miss the uh, 7 a.m. Sunday show like we do, uh, go to the website. We're sponsored by Grace and Truth Church. Got to spell out Grace, A-N-D, Truth Church dot org and when you hit the main page up will come the sermons click sermons up will come youtube click youtube and you'll see the what is truth program and you can listen to the old ones and now we got a new one and it's, it's a new year
0: i like to tell people um, the radio shows on youtube but it's audio only Okay, they yeah, they, they don't they don't film us anymore. <laughs> Too ugly for me. So, um, but um, We're so if, for radio, yeah. you know, so yeah. folks, if you're listening yeah. to YouTube and, and you don't see anything, uh, but the cover page, that's because it's audio only.
1: Yeah, and and that's okay. Sure. Uh, I mean, uh, I remember when uh, God sent uh, John the Baptist. He said, "You will be a voice in the wilderness." It's through the hearing that we come to the Word of God. We've become a video age, but we're supposed to walk by faith, the faith of hearing, not by sight. So you don't need to see us, uh, believe me, except for these other two who are kind of attractive. You don't want to see me. I have a face for radio, believe me. Now now we're looking at the new year, and in the new year, we get excited because... Uh, there are new things. I mean, God likes to, there's a passage that Jeremiah wrote in the Old Testament, and he said, uh, it is of the Lord's mercy that we are not consumed, because the Lord's compassion fails not. Uh, His mercies and compassions are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. And, you know, we wake every every day to a new day, and a new year is is big. And we get thoughts on maybe how to reset a portions of our life, we have new year's resolutions. Right. Has right. anybody ever had those in the past? Right,
0: oh right, yeah. Right. Yep. Right. <laughs> you know, all, all those resolutions though, you come to learn that it's, it's everything on the outside. I want to lose weight. You want to get to the gym. It's everything's on the outside. And, and until you turn change things on the inside, you're not going to change. So if you want to lose weight, yeah, you could go ahead and, and diet real hard and whatnot. But if it doesn't come up and you talk about this all the time, Mark, if it doesn't become a part of your lifestyle, yeah. it's not going to last. Right. You know, so you you have to change things on the inside, your your inner man, your inner woman, and, and how you're thinking on these things. And of course, that leads to a. Uh, uh, even Jesus said, "He says, um, it's not.
1: Don't look on the outside. Correct. Judge look, not it, according it, to appearance, says, but make righteous, righteous judgment,
2: because right. God looks on the heart. On the heart. Well, on that point, I mean, God does look on the heart, right? He said, "Men looketh on the outward appearance. God mm-hmm. looketh upon the heart. So God knows our hearts." He can look on into my heart, your heart, any of us at any time, and He knows our heart. But in order for us to know His heart, think of David for a second, King David, who you know was king over Jerusalem and over Israel. It said that he was a man after God's own heart. Amen. Well, how do you find God's heart? And on that note, I noticed that in doing some Bible digging. There's one chapter of the Bible that's all about the Word of God. It's Psalm 119. It's Uh got 176 verses. It's the longest chapter in all the Bible. But would you believe it focuses on the heart? And so just like I said, God knows our heart. Do we know his heart? And, And here's a couple of facts about that one Psalm that I think are more than just a coincidence. So heart is mentioned more times in Psalm 119 than in any other chapter of the Bible. So there's a connection between God's word and God's heart Mm -hmm. and getting to know God's heart and getting to know God is you have to get into the word. Right. So here we are in a new year. It's a resolution. And I want to give you a reason. uh, And let me say it this way. Up until I was 21 years old, there was a time when I was smoking cigarettes. And the only way I knew of to quit was to have a good reason. If I didn't have a good reason, I wasn't going to stick with it. And so my reason was is that I used to run track all the time. I was pretty fast. I was a sprinter. I could, I, could, I could outrun anybody in my school, okay, and almost anybody in western New York at the time. But I started slowing down when I was smoking cigarettes hmm. in my early 20s. And that was my reason. I said, I don't like what's, what it's doing to me. Right. And so with that reason, anytime that I wanted to back out of my commitment of stopping smoking, I would remember my reason. So here's a reason to get into God's word. About his heart. And in Psalm 119, here's a couple different things. So, heart is mentioned in 119 verses in this book of Psalms. That that number 119 is not only chapter 119, sure, but the, the actual word heart is mentioned 119 verses in the book of Psalms. That's one thing. Another, the 119th word. Of Psalm 119 in a King James Bible, it's the word heart. just happens to show up in the 119th word. The 119th letter in that Psalm of 119, it just happens to be the letter A right in the middle of heart. The word heart. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, and then one last thing on that, the 119th verse in the book of Psalms, if you're looking at the whole book of Psalms, 150 chapters... The 119th verse is this verse. It's Psalm 10, verse 17. And yes, it focuses on the heart. You ready? Psalm 10, 17. Lord, thou hast heard the desire of the humble. Thou will prepare their heart. Thou wilt cause thine ear, that would be my ear, to hear, Amen. to hear him. So Amen. it's really about getting to know God's heart. And just like I said, for quitting smoking, I needed a reason to stick with it. Right. I needed you know to to follow through and my reason for wanting to stay in the Word of God is I believe that David was a prime example for us that he even as a boy he sought after God and God gave him things in his life where he slew a lion and he slew a bear and God gave him confidence in things and then he moved on to bigger things all the way up until being a king over the whole nation and eventually God promised in the Davidic covenant that he would have a throne, an everlasting throne. Amen. Yeah.
0: Amen. Well, the book's spiritual. And and um if you seek God and you ask him, um, help me with this book, help me with your word, um, he will. He will. It, it's yeah. it's it's just not words on paper. In Psalm 138, um, the Psalm of David, uh, verse one, I will praise thee with my whole heart. There's that word again. Before the gods, I will sing praise unto thee, too. I will worship towards thy holy temple and praise thy name for thy love and kindness and for thy truth. For thou hast magnified thy word above all thy name. Hmm. Now, we know from reading the Bible, God is not going to bow kowtow to anybody. Right. And all and every knee will bow to our Lord. Whether you want to or not, you're going to bow to our Lord. Yeah. Yet, he takes his word above his name. Yeah, amen. You need to listen to this listener. That is so yeah. true. So the word of God and you say, well, you know, I try, but I just can't connect. Give it some chance. If you seek the Lord early, as he tells us, you will find him. How do you seek the Lord? Is he is He at the mall? No, no. He, he's in the book. He's in the book. He's his spirit and he will come into your heart. But if you give this year, if you say, no, I really, and don't say to your wife or to your husband or to your friends, I'm gonna really go after the Bible. I'm gonna really try to read it this year your knees and talk to the Lord. Amen. I want to make, are you afraid to make a vow? Because the Bible says it's better not to make a vow than to make a vow and not keep it. Are you afraid to make a vow? Make
2: a vow. And if you make a vow to the Lord, the Lord will make a vow to you. Well, I was just talking about having a reason for doing something for the new year, right? Mm -hmm. And that's a reason. And actually your whole family's a reason because God promises that you're blessed if you seek him with the whole heart. He says that in Psalm 119, verse two, blessed are they that keep his testimonies that seek him with the whole heart. So it's not just a blessing for, say, me individually. It's a blessing for my family. Amen. Yeah.
1: yeah, And and that's a great verse. Again, the Psalm 119 is the longest chapter in the Bible. Yeah. And it's about the word of God, because as you were saying, John, in another Psalm, uh, God reveals that he's magnified his word above his name. So if you want to get to know him, you want to get to know his word. And blessed are they that seek him with the whole heart. And how do they do that? They keep his Testimonies. Oh, that I would direct it to keep thy statutes. I will praise thee with uprightness of heart when I will have learned thy righteous judgments. I will keep thy statutes. I mean, these are these are the words of God. And and uh, John, you were saying that the book is spiritual. Jesus one day told the woman at the well, My Father, God, he is a spirit. Amen. And they that uh, worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth and it's spiritual truth that leads us to him and you say well i don't know how to do it james did promise if you lack wisdom ask of god Mm -hmm. who will give to you liberally he will not upbraid you just ask in faith god wants to reveal himself to us through this book and and he'll bring
0: the people into your life if you if you seek he'll bring the people into your life if you need clarification on some things but you got to give a little effort Oh, sure. you got to try to you got you know you got to try to to uh, you know find a church, find his word. I just think that this verse where he says he magnifies his name, uh, his, his word, word over his name. Yeah, um, that is the. To me, I never underst- really understood it until later on in my life. That is the awesomeness, the depth of the knowledge and the love and the mercy of God. Because again, His name is above all. Yeah, and you will see when you read this 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 um, this Bible that he he deserves praise. Yes. He deserves the glory. Oh, yeah. Glory be to God. Yes. But yet he says, you're not going to understand how to glorify me until you understand my word. Yeah. And when you understand my word, I'm going to help you. And when you get my word in your heart, you're going to glorify me. You're going to yeah. know who I am and I'm going to know who you are. Right. And that's the awes- awesomeness of God.
2: Sure. And, and like, Pastor, you were saying, John 4, 24, at the well, God is a spirit. You must worship him in spirit and in truth. Just this morning, I'm driving in my car. And I'm flicking through radio stations and some modern Christian song was on. And it was about praise him, praise him. And then all of a sudden they mentioned praise Yahweh. And I'm like, whoa, what's that? Who's Yahweh? Yahweh? Who's Yahweh? He's not even in the Bible. No, (laughs) No, he's not. And, and, And so if you're not reading a Bible, you wouldn't know that. Yeah. And who are you praising? Who is that Yahweh, who, Yahoo or whoever he is? He was is.
1: A, an Arabian desert God that scholars have dug up and put in the place of Jehovah. Yes. Yeah. And, so they, you, and they do like that. Yeah. So you got to worship him in spirit
2: and in truth. Amen. Yeah. Amen.
1: So so I used to do a sermon years ago because, again, we were talking about New Year's resolutions mm-hmm. and people look for something new to do. By the way, there's nothing wrong with uh, losing weight uh, unless you're you know, anorectic uh, something like that. I mean, <laughs> like, a lot of people who are <laughs> overweight could use to l- lose weight. And, and for example, if you're out of shape, but it's not wrong with uh, getting on an exercise program, or let's say you've been struggling with uh, managing your finances, there's nothing wrong with sitting down and saying, I'm going to learn to do a budget this year. These are all good things, but they're all earthly things. They're all temporal things. God wants us to do something eternal. So I put a sermon together called spending the new year with the old book. Mm, amen. And, uh, and that's what we want to talk about today. What, uh, blessings does God have for us in his word? Uh, great blessings. And, and this is the time to begin to search it out in the new year. I have a bunch of, uh, God wants you to have a blessed new year. He wants to give you a new heart, a new mind, uh, new mercies, new songs, um, a new life, all the things that God wants to give. God wants to renew our, you know, we get older, things get boring after a while, and God wants to pump some new life into us, Mm -hmm. and he does it
2: through this book. so Through through his pure word. Amen. And I got to say... I'll be the first one to raise my hand when I first started reading the Bible over 20 years ago. Not like I hadn't read it. I read it a little bit as a child, but not much. But somewhere in my 30s, early 30s, I really started reading the Bible and I ran out to the bookstore and I bought an NIV Bible, a new international version Bible, because they told me it's the easiest to read, it's the easiest to understand, that's where you want to start. And so I had that for, I don't know, maybe a year, maybe, and praise the Lord, the Lord is faithful. He sent a friend to my wife that gave us some information about the old book, like you just mentioned, a new year with the old book. Yes. And it's talking about the old King James Bible. Absolutely. Not the new King James Bible, because that's changed. And what I'm talking about here is that this friend gave us some information and showed us that the new modern Bibles are not the same as the old book. For instance. I'll give you, for instance, what you just quoted, John, that verse about I
1: have magnified my word above my name—that's not in an NIV. I uh, didn't know that. That's wow. not
0: there. <laughs> wow. I take that out. So well, I, I have an ignorance because I <laughs> cut my teeth on King James, <laughs> ah. and uh, you know I don't—I've not been in the other books, I'm, and there's I'm no guilty. reason for me to go to the other books.
2: Well, I, no. it, they lead you to the modern oh. Bibles, telling you that they're easier to understand. But right here, I have a, a Bible version comparison, and before you do it, and, yeah.
1: the, and he's going to do some great comparisons, listener, but. Here's another verse that God gives to the prophet Jeremiah. He says, Jeremiah, thus saith the Lord, stand ye in the ways and see and ask for the old paths. Where is the good way and walk therein and you shall find rest for your souls. And I know your testimony, is the difference between reading a new version and reading the old book that God's given us in English? It's completely different. You got
2: rest for your soul? Yes. (laughs) Honestly, since I was a little kid and I've said this before that I used to think in my head that there's got to be something perfect out there, but I just had never found it until I came across the old book Yes, because it's It's written by God. Yes. It says in the Old Testament he wrote like the Ten Commandments with his finger. Correct. And then he wrote a copy with his finger in Deuteronomy 10 in Exodus 34, I think. But anyways, in Psalm 12, verse 6 and 7, it says, The words of the Lord are pure words. Thou shalt keep them, O Lord. Thou shalt preserve them from this generation forever. So God promised that he would preserve his words, and they are in the old King James Bible. And then since 1880 over, so we're talking... A hundred plus years ago, over 200 different translations in English have appeared. And Time Magazine wrote, there is an unprecedented confusion of choices in Bibles. Yes. But the Bible says in 1 Corinthians 14.33, God is not the author of confusion. So that NIV Bible I told you about that I started with, Mm -hmm. it's missing over 63,000 words. That's not one or two. No, that's not that's little a lot of changes. Words. That's a that's big, a big change. That's a lot of and, words. And when you really start looking into it, which I'm not going to waste too much time, but when you look into the changes, it's changes that are important doctrinal. For instance, Luke twenty three thirty three. It's yeah. the one time in the Bible Calvary. that it mentions Calvary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. but the modern Bibles take Calvary out. How can you? How can you do that? That's right. All
1: those songs we have where we sing about Calvary. <laughs> now, what yeah. are we singing about? It's yeah. not in the Bible.
0: Yeah, you know, we always, in the new Bibles, we always look at uh, at Acts eight um, with the Ethiopian eunuch. Yes, and um, and listen, Acts eight, uh, Philip by the Holy Ghost says to join himself to Ethiopian eunuch. Explain to him what he's reading, and then he opens his mouth, began to the same in Scripture and preach unto him Jesus. And Amen. as they went on their way, they came unto a certain water, and the eunuch said, See, here is water. What doth hinder me to be baptized? Verse thirty seven. And Philip said. If thou believest with all thine heart, thou mayest. And he answered the eunuch and said, I believe that Jesus Christ is the son of God. And he commanded the chariot to stand still and they were baptized. Do you know in modern Bibles, verse 37 is omitted. Sure. And it's omitted and it goes from 36 to 38 so they could counterfeit. And if you want to go reading along with that, you could still be in the same verses. Right. They didn't even they didn't even roll it up. Yeah, in they other make words, 38, verse thirty eight, verse thirty seven. No, don't do they, that. they just skip skip the verse right? like and it doesn't if, exist. You know, listener, if that doesn't open your eyes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, right there. And why? What is so wrong about that one
1: and he answered and said, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. And then the next verse he's water baptized and what yes. he's teaching you from God's standpoint, in terms of proper doctrine, biblical doctrine, you can't be water baptized until you can make a confession Amen. from your heart Amen. in faith that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. So therefore, no baby could be baptized. They can't make a confession. There is no such thing in God's Bible as infant baptism. And right. yet many churches practice it because that verse is removed and they use the modern Bible right. to support what they do. That's right.
2: And when you're when you're making a new year's resolution for the new year and you're trying to find out what God really said, what's really in his heart, right? You need the pure word of God. If you get away from the pure, pure word and you have something corrupted. So today, like in seminaries and stuff, People talk about, well, if only we had the originals, if we had the original languages, the original tongues, and they talk about Hebrew and Greek and the people that have studied the Hebrew and the Greek, they, they kind of lord over the others. And and let me tell you what it really says. Oh, please. But, but the point, if you read your Bible, you wouldn't believe that nonsense because here I am for a moment in Deuteronomy chapter 10 and, uh, Moses had broken the original Ten Commandments written in stone, written by the finger of God. And in chapter 10, verse 1 of Deuteronomy, it says, At that time the Lord said, Hew thee two tables of stone like unto the first. In verse 2 he says, And I will write on the tables the words that were on the first. So God's writing a copy. That's right. And then in verse 4, He wrote on the tables according to the first writing the Ten Commandments. And in verse 5, and he says, And there they be. So he's been making copies all the way up until I've got a copy in my hand today. It's yes. the same words that in 1500 BC, God gave to Moses. Same words because yes. God promised. Yeah, I mean, if you're a qu- Christian, if you're questioning these things, there are great
0: uh, books and studies of the actual writing of the King James Bible. Yes. It, under King James in 1604, was it 54 scribes? Yes, it up and, that and, is correct. And you have, now, there is no history, history worth reading. Under on, on, on the NIV and some of these modern hmm. Bibles, isn't this? They're, they're just publishing committees house, You can't yeah, even get the houses names of that, the you people. Know, I mean, yeah. what, what, and under a king, mind you, yeah. what these men painstakingly did to put down the proper words, you don't need the Greek. You don't need to go to the, to the Hebrew. You've got it all right here. It's it, the game. Again, the book is spiritual. It's a, um, it's a
2: gift. It's a gift. Well, um, if it is a gift and if it's perfect because God is holy. I, I just had somebody tell me earlier this week, I like to take, they told me, I like to take five different Bible versions and I kind of compare them and, and I kind of go through it and see what seems to sound the best. And I said, well, then which one's holy? And she was like, well, what do you mean? I go, it's a holy Bible. So there's gotta be one that's perfect, one that's pure. If you've got five of them in front of you, Which one are you trusting? You're trusting the one that you choose at that time. So you're putting yourself over what God said because you're choosing.
0: That's right. So get your iPhone record it, and get five of your friends to read the same verses at the same time. And if it doesn't sound like pig Latin, it's confusion.
2: Right. Everybody everybody should have unity like they did over a hundred years ago. Everybody was reading the King James. It's just jumbled. So so here's a quick thing. And I think we have a moment for this. In Psalm 44, verse 4. The Bible says, Thou art my king, O God. Command deliverances for Jacob. Now, another name for Jacob is James. James. They're synonymous with each other, Jacob yep. and James. That's correct. So here in 44, verse 4 of Psalms, you've got King, God, and James or Jacob, like King yep. James, like yep. a King James Bible. That's right. Okay. So... There was a guy I bumped into online and he did a study. He said, if Jesus is the beginning and the ending, if he's the Alpha and the Omega, then the first verse in the Bible ought to match like it should match the last verse in the Bible. Yes. So the first verse in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. That would be in a King James, because that's changed to heavens in every modern Bible. And then the last verse in Revelation 22, 21 is, and the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. That first verse has 44 letters. The last verse has 44 letters. This Psalm 44.4 4 about the King Jacob or King James, that also has 44 letters. The first verse in the Bible has 17 vowels and 27 consonants. This middle verse, not middle, but 40, Psalm 44.4 4 has got 17 vowels and 27 consonants. And the last verse at the end of Revelation has got 17 vowels and 27 consonants. And the guy asked the question, he goes, what's the big deal with god about 17 and 27 and he found out that at noah's flood the flood began on the 17th day that was the beginning of god's judgment Mm -hmm. and the flood ended and the ark rested on the 27th day that was the end of god's judgment Mm -hmm. do you think it's a coincidence that when he's talking about king jacob or king james that it matches up with that beginning and the ending of the bible so perfectly in a Mm -hmm. king james
1: amen those are the hidden gems in the bible that we learn when we study deeply. Now, now, what we wanna do for you to encourage you in this new year that you would spend the new year with the old book, we wanna look at some verses right on the surface and see how the English will speak to you. God does write this book very in a deep manner, three dimensionally, but the first dimension, the simple one is speaking to you directly to give you a blessing. And then as you grow, he'll begin to expand this book for you Because there's much in here. God wants to keep us occupied. Uh, I read uh, a man who read the Bible over 150 times in his life. And he was saying every time he would read it, he would get something new. Because God would expand it a little bit more. God wants to uh, speak to us every day. I've read the Bible a number of times through. I still come to passages speaking to a, a pastor today from another area in the state. And he said, I was just reading a verse that I've taught about 40 times, and I saw something new in it. God has new things in the old book for every single one of us, and he wants us to have a blessed new year. He wants to give you new life, spiritual life, life that just doesn't. I heard today someone saying, I'm just looking for some happiness. God wants you to have something better than happiness. How about joy? Joy is long Happiness depends on what happens. Joy, no matter what the circumstances are, you can have the inner joy. John, you were saying God working on the inside. Amen. That's the thing he wants to give you, the new life, the spiritual life, the joy. He wants to give you a, a new heart. Sometimes our heart has been broken. Sometimes it's been wounded. Sometimes our heart has been injured even by us. And the conscience inside our heart is broken and our love is in the wrong direction. He wants to give us a new heart with a reset conscience, and a new love, a love for God, a love for our family, a love for our loved ones. A lot of us need this, and yes. this is the great Amen. things in the year. God has a lot of great promises that we're going to see to bless our new year if we would spend some time in the old book. And there are good reading plans before we cut to break. We've got about a minute left before break. Mm-hmm. You know, it is a big book, yes. and it's daunting to look at it, and you don't know where to start, but a great place to start would be Psalm 119. Amen. There's just one chapter. Begin with that and read about what God says about His Bible and how His Bible will affect your heart. Great Amen. passages. And that's, I'm thinking, one of my favorite verses. The guy prays to God in verse 18 of Psalm 119. Open thou mine eyes that I may behold wondrous things out of. He calls it thy law, is speaking to God. But God's word is law. These are the laws by where heaven is written, and these are the laws he wants to put in our heart. So we're going to have a station break, and you're listening to the What Is Truth radio show with you every uh, Sunday morning at 7 a.m., and uh, we thank you for joining with us. We thank our sponsors, the Grace and Truth Church, a little church up in western New York, uh, they pay the money so that we can be here, and uh, Buddy Shula is uh, faithful in giving us this time, and we wish uh, him and his family a blessed new year, along with you all. If you want to re-listen to this program, or some of the old ones, we've been studying the book of Acts, the book of Romans, we've looked at the book of Revelation, you can go back and listen to the studies, just go to the website, it's Grace and Truth Church. You got to spell it out grace a n d truth. You got to put the word church, grace and truthchurch.org. Hit the sermons tab, hit the YouTube, listen to the old programs and stick around. We'll be right back after station break. Amen.
2: What is truth? What is truth? Want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth. You can't handle the truth.
1: Do like Jesus said search the scriptures and you'll know what is truth. Amen. And welcome back to the second half of the What Is Truth radio show. Again, this is our last show for 2023. Uh, Tonight, the ball will drop. It will say 2024. We'll be entering into the new year. God wants to bless you this new year. And he's got a number of uh, blessings in the new year that all have the word new in them. And we want to take a look at some of these for you to encourage you that in this new year, you would take some of your time, make a New Year's resolution, to spend some time in the new year with the old book. God wants to meet you right there. Yes. I could
0: just have a quick testimony before you do it. Uh, you've heard me at this verse. it stuck with me in Jeremiah. Yes. right. And I got to read it. Go ahead, brother. this is, listener, this is what you want here. Thus saith the Lord, let not the wise man glory in his wisdom. Don't be cocky. Not let the mighty man glory in his might. Let not the rich man glory in his riches. But you want to glory? Glory in this that he understandeth and knoweth me yeah. Amen. that I am the Lord, which exercise love and kindness, judgment yeah. and righteousness in the earth for in these things, I delight yeah. saith the Lord and there's no way to know him without knowing his word. Amen. And, and I will glory in this. And cause I take, Tremendous pride and satisfaction. I'm 15, I'm a little bit behind this year. I'm 15 pages away from completing the Bible. This amen, year. amen. You know, and again, and, and uh, I, I'm not a bragger, but I'll brag about that. <laughs> uh, you know, I'll, I'll glory, <laughs> I don't give a glory to the God, but, but I will brag about that. To me, in my life now, that is the most, um, the accomplishment of doing that is, and I've been blessed. It far exceeds anything that I can say year after year, I could say I've completed the word of God. And he, and he says, I'm allowed to glory in that. You know why? Because I want to learn about in these things. Look, listener, if God says he delights in something, hmm. don't you think you should do it? Yep. If he says he hates something,
1: don't you think you shouldn't do it? He delights and you want to learn of him. That's Remember? a real timely listener. That's so timely that John just came up with that because we're closing 2023. And today's the last day of 23, and tomorrow's the first day of 24. And those are verses 23 and 24, right in Jeremiah <laughs> chapter 9. Amen. How, how appropriate. Amen. Thus saith the re- Lord, <laughs> let not the wise man glory in wisdom, neither let the mighty man glory in might, let not the rich man glory in riches. That's last year, 23. Let's move forward, 24. Amen. Let's glory in this, that we understand and know the Lord. I am <laughs> the Amen. one that has loving kindness. Amen. Amen. Great choice, Amen.
0: Amen. John. Amen. 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 <laughs> <laughs> so let's go over to Blessed New
1: Year.
2: Yeah, Amen. sure. Well, the first verse here we've got is uh, 2 Corinthians 5.17, about a new life. And it reads like this. It says, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Yeah, And I have underlined in my Bible, in Christ. Because if any man be in Christ, that means if you're a, a Christian, if you're a born-again Christian, Jesus said, ye must be born again. Meaning, you need a new birth. Okay, yeah. and,
0: and again, Mark, it's, this is—he is a new creature. Does he have a new body? No, no. He's lost weight. No. Did he get a nose job? No. This is internal.
1: It's a new birth on the inside. In, on it's the internal, birth. which
0: will turn, which will eventually change the outside.
1: Amen. Yes. And and uh, therefore, this is a Second Corinthians. It's in the New Testament. It's in chapter five. It's verse seventeen. If any man be in Christ, like you were saying. He's a new creature. The old things are passed away. Behold, all things become new. When you get born again, Mm -hmm. all of a sudden you see things through like a new set of eyes. It's like God puts those rose-colored glasses on. You can begin to see the good you didn't see before. You can begin to see the potential that God has for you and your family in the future. You can see that God's beginning to lay great plans out for you. How do you get in Christ the next verse? God reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ. He brought us back to him. So many people are in church and they're in religion but they're not in christ because they've never been reconciled this is the blessing
2: god wants to give many people are focused on sacraments instead of the savior the savior is jesus and and when he said you must be born again in the very next chapter in chapter 6 of 2nd corinthians verse 2 he mentions that it happens in a moment of time yeah but it says right here verse 2 of 6 for he saith i have heard thee in a time accepted and in the day of salvation have i succored thee behold now is the accepted time behold now is the day of salvation and for me that was back in around november of 2000 over 20 years ago where i literally got down on my knees and said lord i'm a sinner i need you to save me i need you to wash my sins away with your blood And I trusted in Him. Yeah, and that's that day of salvation. You got that new life of Christ, and like you said in a moment, because I used to work in the operating,
1: the delivery room. We also had to work in the delivery room. I had to work in the operating room as an anesthesiologist. But we were always called down to the delivery room to help the obstetricians to stand by in case the delivery wasn't going well and they needed a C-section. We had to be ready to put the woman to sleep, but. Whether we put her to sleep or not, if the baby came out regular or took a C-section, the moment the baby came out, we would have to record the time of birth. Amen. There was a moment when the baby was born physically. Amen. There's a moment when you're born again spiritually. That's, that's what you're talking that's about. what Amen. the Bible
0: Amen. says. Amen. Yeah. Amen. And You go to Ezekiel yep. 3626, and he says, uh, a new heart also will I give you, and a new spirit will I put it within you. I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh, and I will give you a heart of flesh. Yeah, you know, again, think you got to think on that, listener, because this is Ezekiel. This is a while ago, but this is what you are before you take the oh, Lord. You have that. Tell you me have about a heart, but it's stony. Oh, it's, you know, I'll give just, you. A,
1: I'll give you a practical example, and I'm embarrassed to admit it, but it is the truth. Okay, particularly around this time of year. We've all just come off of the Christmas uh, holiday season and, you know, we all struggle to give gifts to our family. You know, if you're you're mom or a dad, you you know, you got kids, the kids are looking up to you to deliver something. You know, we're having trouble making the mortgage. We're having trouble making the car payment. We got some old hospital bills we're paying and the kids want gifts Mm -hmm. and you know, you're doing everything you can to get enough money to give a, a gift to your child because you love your child just like God loves his kids, only we don't have the bank account he has. And mm-hmm. and you know, you're watching TV, looking for an ad for something your kid might come up, and then all of a sudden there's some hospital and they need a donation or The SPCA and they need a donation, or the zoo needs a donation, and you and you, your heart is hard like, I can't watch this stuff. I don't, you just turn the channel, I don't want to be tugged at this stuff. Mm. I've got a hard heart, uh, I can only think of self and no one else. Mm. And here, God says, I'm going to give you a new heart, amen, and a new spirit. I'm going to give you a, I mean, I used to turn those commercials off so fast, I don't want to hear about it now I watch those things and I pray for these kids. And when I get some money, I'm willing to give up. Okay, honey, next week, I'm not getting any coffee at Tim Hortons. I'm saving all the money and giving it to these kids. I mean, a new heart's been, that's Amen. God did Amen. that work. And it's caring. Yeah. It's caring.
2: Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I have even something more embarrassing, but, um, when abortion reared its ugly head in the seventies, yeah, uh, I was a teenager and and the, it was the attitude was not alive. You know, and right, and even have right. a study you have right now, and you just you know you're you're young and you're in high school, and and you, you say to yourself, well, and I'm a New York City kid, so, so it was like, well, why bring a soul into this into this world if you don't want it? Right, you know? and I just never, I just never could grasp how en- enormous that is. Uh, and then when I became a father, I softened a bit. I said, well, there's something more to this. And then when I came to the Lord, I realized, oh my God, Lord, can you yeah. ever forgive me?
2: Yeah.
0: yeah. I, not that I've ever done it, I just, but I didn't care. Yeah. Sure. You know? Sure. I just, can you ever. Now you have that soft heart, that new heart. Yeah. Me? Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's, it's a sorrow. It's still now. It's a sorrow. It's an embarrassment uh, to even think. That yeah, my heart at one time was so cold. What that hard? Yeah, my yeah, yeah sure. Yeah.
2: And, and as time moves on and generations move on, I see people getting colder and harder, and I try to force myself to remember. Hey, how was it when my parents were younger? You know, when they were still around and and I was just a child, and how there was really a sense of community because they cared more about others than just themselves. Yeah. yeah, And that sense of community has gone so far away, especially with COVID where people are just so self-focused and self-enthralled that they got no time for anybody else and they don't want to hear about you at all. And I have to force myself to remember, how about shut your mouth once in a while, Mark, and just listen to other people right. and, and hear them and care for them and do what you can for them. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Hey, well, Jesus predicted these days would come. Yeah. Because one, one, the
1: disciples came to him privately and said, Lord, what's it going to be like at the end of the world? He said, one of the things that's going to happen is iniquity, sin will abound. There's going to be more lawlessness, more sin, and yeah. the love of many will wax cold. People will get a cold and a hard heart. But God says, I got something for you. I'll give you a new birth. I'll give you new life and I'll Amen. give you a new heart and a new spirit and I'll take that broken, stony, hard heart out and I'll put a soft, tender one of flesh. And of course, you know, the first thing is the love that you're going to have for God, but then you're going to love that which God loves. Things change. The family, things, yeah. Things it's changes. God Look, working on I, the inside. I was, I was
0: an, I, I, when I was dating my wife and she came down to New York City and, and visit me, I, I stepped over a homeless man eating a slice of pizza. Oh, gosh. And didn't, paid any mind Yeah, and she's not, wasn't from around that. And she was white as a ghost. So I said, what's wrong? She said, well, you just stepped right over that man. He said, I said, he's a bum. Yeah, And, and now, you know, and this wasn't reading anything from, from man. This is now all of a sudden the Lord opens your heart for an understanding and say, look, they, they, they had something happen in their life. Sure. Yeah. Sure. You know what I mean? You don't know. You don't know. There was a song as the country song says, you don't know. He says, he says, when, when that guy went over the double line, I lost my whole family. Yeah. yeah, I haven't been the same, you just don't know. That's right. right. And it's not for you to judge. And I have people say, well, don't give him 10 bucks because he's gonna go buy wine. I'm giving it in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. If he wants to go buy wine, I'm giving it to the Lord. Okay. If he wants to go buy wine, let him go buy wine. But the 10 bucks is give him a bite to eat. You know? Yeah. Or, and, or but, give him a sandwich. Or a sandwich. Yeah, yeah or a sandwich. I'm just saying that. The, but. But, but again, that wasn't, has nothing to do with maturity. It has nothing to do with watching Hallmark movies that soften your heart. It's it's internally something changed. And it's change.
1: part of the teaching that Jesus does, uh, I'm thinking of Luke chapter 10, when the man came to Jesus and said, well, who is my neighbor? That homeless guy's not my neighbor. Mm. And Jesus says, well, you know, this certain man, he fell down among thieves. He was stripped. He was wounded. He's half dead. The world beats people up. Yes. The devil that runs this world <laughs> tries to harm people. That's right. I mean, there are broken people. First, God wants to work in us and then use us to go out as a new creature in Christ to help another Amen. and to reconcile them. Yeah. And Amen. A lot Amen. of good blessings that God has in the new year if you'll just come to God. Amen. And seek him.
2: Yeah. 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 He he says right in his word that he says, I will teach thee. Amen. Yeah. He'll lead us, you know, step by step. And he he promises that he gives us a new mind in Ephesians in chapter four, yeah. verse twenty three and twenty four. The Bible says to be renewed in the spirit of your mind, yes, and that you put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. Hey, now there's so, something that we, we need, yeah, yes. a, a new mind, <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Uh, you know he talks about that it's a it's a battle for the mind that you ought to guard your mind, and um, talks about to refuse the evil. And choose the good, to have discernment. And through reading the Word of God, that gives you discernment to stay away from bad, evil things, dark things. Sure, And and to focus on, like, for instance, with all the hardships in the world and different troubles that people go through and and the fact that we're busy, 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 run, run, run all the time. He tells you in Philippians what you ought to think about. It ought to be good things, things that are lovely. Things that are kind, right? Yeah. Think on good things and then try to pass that along to other people and help others. Yeah. And and you know
0: when it's real. Uh, And you could see sometimes, you know, some people have, you know, all of a sudden they're going to start working in a soup kitchen. But it's not internalized. It's like they're checking a time clock. Mm. You know, it's like, how's that, Lord? I've done X amount. But but is it truly in their heart? Are you honoring, as Jesus said, with the lips and not the heart? Right. So, but only, you know, that's between your, you and your creator. Yeah. Uh, you, you know, if, if, if you mourn for these, th- for these things and, and these folks, but again, it's, it's a changing of the heart and uh, internally. Uh, and again, I've seen too many people sometimes, um, you know, like they do with the kids, they make them go out and do community service. Yeah. Right. They don't really want to do it. No, they're not there. They're there right. because they're making, or their parents are making. them, or do you ever see it when a Jehovah witness knocks on your door and the poor kid, they're dragging with them. Yeah. The poor
2: kid looks miserable, but if you're doing it out of a good heart, you're joyful about it. Exactly. Yeah, it's a, a- totally exactly. different thing.
0: But the, yeah, exactly.
2: And and the key though
1: is, it, it has to a good heart is the new heart. Yes, the old heart, by nature, isn't. You were reading in the gospel. You were reading Jeremiah before about knowing the Lord in chapter nine, verses twenty three and twenty four. But in the seventeenth chapter, God explains that our natural heart. The one that we're born with is is deceitful. It's, it's easily deceived. And and that's what happens to us. God says, you were saying, Mark, uh, God wants to give us a new mind. Uh, what, what verse 23? Be renewed yeah. in the spirit of your mind. Put on the new man, which after God is created yeah. in righteousness and true holiness. That, that new mind. Well, Paul would write, don't be conformed to this world. Right. I mean, you you watch the TV, uh, the movies, uh, the radio, you listen to that, you read the magazines. Oh, I got to dress like this girl. I got to be these clothes. That's being conformed to this world. No, be transformed by the renewing of your mind, spending time in the old book. How do you do this? Spend In the new year, we spend time with the old book. We get the blessings of the new life. We get the new heart. We get the new mind. Uh, Look at Isaiah 42 i mean, 40, god's got some other things for us
0: 42 9 behold the former things are come to pass and new things do i declare before they spring forth i tell you of them um and again this these uh, this is this is the word of god uh and again it, all everything we're talking about all these results are the word i've had people accuse me say well you're brainwashed." brain that book has brainwashed you well, amen. that's not necessarily a good washing. That's not necessarily maybe it hot washed me. Okay, but that's not necessarily both, a bad. Yeah, but again, but with pure water. But, pure, but, yeah. if you're going to be but if you're going to be brain, but if you're going to be brain, if I want to brain be brainwashed by anyone, if I'm going to bow my knee to anyone, yeah, it's got to be God. It's got yeah. to be well, the
1: the ultimate. The, the Bible speaks of, of of itself in many ways as bread. It speaks of it as water, as pure water. When you are cleaning something, don't you want to use pure water? Mm -hmm. Do you want to use dirty water? You want to use uh, water from the side of the road? Do you want to use filthy water, sewage water, toilet water? No, you want to use pure water. And so, yeah, the, the thing is, if we allow our mind to read the things of men, there's some of men's sweat and some of men's yep. filth in there. Yep. God's water is pure Amen. it's renewing them.
0: And Isaiah yeah. he's saying over here in nine, he says, and new things do I declare. <laughs> and and sometimes it's not it's it's stuff that he's already he's already told his prophets. But when you come to the to the Lord's word, they're gonna be new to you. They're gonna be yeah. words that you haven't heard before, uh, but, ideas that you that you've never considered.
1: But here's yeah. the truth. Who's the only one that can write prophecy? Only the Lord. This is the only book with prophecy in it that is accurate. And every prophecy he has made so far
2: has come to pass. You use the, you talk about the great King Cyrus. Yes. That's a great example of a prophecy. Isaiah chapter 45. Yeah. He prophesied about this king that was going to be born and what his name was going to be at, long before, about 160 years or before so before he was, he was born. born. Yeah. And, and, and what that's he amazing. was going to do and then what his sons were going to do. That's right. Yeah. And that's just one example. There's so sure. many examples of prophecy. I mean, I thought of a good one. I was talking to a fella today. I said, did you know that Alexander the Great was mentioned back in the book of Daniel. Yeah, and during his lifetime, back in what 300 BC or f- whatever it was, that Alexander the Great from Greece, he traveled and he was conquering, heading towards the east, and he came to Jerusalem, and the the high priests from the the, the Israelites came out. Yep, they came with the scrolls and they showed him, "It is written of you before you were even born." Yeah. And he spared Jerusalem so he because said of that he spared, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I mean, these are prophecies. Nobody else Amen. can do that. God says, if there's anybody else in the whole universe that can do it, stand up and let me show, show me. you do it. Yep, yeah. New Amen.
1: revelations. Yeah. Amen. Amen.
2: And so there's many different reasons to get into this book in the new year. Um, yep. Another one here in Psalm 40, verse three, the Bible says, uh, "And he," that would be God. Hath put a new song in my mouth, even praise unto our God. Many shall see it and fear, and shall trust in the Lord. Yes, you and, know, yeah, it, it, it's it's amazing. I, I love the hymnal. I love the old songs that have some real meaning to them, sure. like you know, "Amazing Grace." And there's just so many good ones, you know, "Blessed Assurance." Though it's a new song, I. I Don't care for the modern Christian music too much. Yeah, Yeah, like repeat a couple of words over and over and over and over. Sure. I like the old songs that have some real meaning to it. And and the new song is, uh, even like in Moses in in Deuteronomy 32, he had a song unto the Lord. Yeah, amen. Yeah, and he's praising God and glorifying God, lifting up God, and he's mighty. Um, It's just... That, that's another
1: another truth. Now, we were the three of us were blessed, maybe <laughs> in, in, in growing up in a period of time whereby we could listen to music. Now, Have we been born 100 years earlier? So if I had been born in 1854 instead of 1954, there's no such thing as radio.
2: You would have been on. There's the no such trail. thing
1: as record players. If I wanted to hear music, I would have had to go before an orchestra with musicians playing. Pianos weren't readily available. People didn't have them. There was no such thing as electric instruments. So, so we grew up in a time with music. Yeah, and we grew up with contemporary popular yep. music. That's what we grew up with. That's what we, you know, we got the, dad's car and borrowed it. And we turned on the radio station mm-hmm. and we listened to the songs coming on. There's no way before we got the new birth and we met the Lord yeah. that we would listen to hymns. No, I mean, no. I, I I was a musician. I never played a hymn. No, I, I had no interest in them. If I can't even imagine if there was a station that played them, mm. but if there was, I wouldn't have listened yeah. for more than three seconds, yeah. but God put a new song in our heart, in our mouth. It's the praise of God that's found in the hymns. Our new heart is made for those new songs. Our new heart is made for that new mind that picks up on the new revelations. God is changing from the inside
2: out. He's doing an inner work that only He can do. Amen. In the heart. Amen. Yeah. Amen. It also says about the song in Isaiah 65, verse 14, Behold, my servants shall sing for joy of heart. Amen. And it brings joy. Yeah.
1: I I mean, I was just at a, a worship service last week on Thursday night. And I'm standing up, singing out of the book. Now I don't have a good voice, so please get behind me when I sing. But I'm enjoying, Amen. singing to the Lord. There's joy in the heart placed there by the Creator and the Redeemer, by and God Himself. And it's when those
0: old hymns that have Scripture. Oh gosh, yeah, they're wonderful. There's there's such a difference. Well, you, you it's can just remember your heart it. can relate to it.
2: You can remember it at Christmas time when you hear some of those old mm-hmm. hymn. Christian songs like Hark the Herald Angels Sing, I mean, that's a beautiful song. It really is. But I wouldn't have appreciated it when I was younger and I was not saved.
0: (laughs) No, no, no. Lamentations 22, um, 322, it is of the Lord's mercies they were not consumed because his compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Amen. Great. Is thy faithfulness that's a famous verse a wonderful wonderful faithfulness but again it's his mercies that we are not so why because we're sinners yes we're sinners and 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 there and if you look at this world as a whole and if you if you get on the internet and you could go to places that you can say my god does this really happen in the world i mean we're blessed to be in the united states here sure Uh, and, and and it's evil to be sure but but there are places in this world that i just i am just i am just flabbergasted yeah by what goes on and what has gone on over centuries. We always have a guest here, Kevin Deegan, who's very well read in that. I mean, he'll put a chill down your spine of the wickedness and the evil and the extent that it could
1: come in the human spirit. The horrors and the misery that goes on. That one verse you were talking about before, our heart is deceitful. That's true. And we're easily deceived. But some people allow that deceived heart to become, as the Bible says, desperately wicked. And there have been terrible, wicked people that have run places into the ground and just misery and horror everywhere. Yeah. You know, it's, it's so easy. Um,
0: and, and there's the parable of, of the tares and the wheat. And and when the tares grow and, and, and the, the, which is the Lord says, don't pull up the tares because you'll pull up the wheat. Correct. But us as humans, if you have a yard and it's got half of weeds, even half, or sure. maybe even a third weed. Sure. And you say, I gotta do something about this. What do we do? We spray we spray the whole yard with chemical. Sure. Or we dig the whole yard up <laughs> and replant. Yeah. We don't have the patience for that. And and that's just a weed. Now you look <laughs> at what God looks at. Sure. Things that we don't even know. We think that there's evils that we don't even know exist. And
1: yet his mercy. Yet his mercy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's an amazing thing. And it's not for the wicked. Yeah. It's for those of us that are trying,
1: and and actually, it is for the wicked. In that, what to he's repent. hoping is maybe tomorrow will be the day he turns to the Lord. It's mm-hmm. a space for repentance. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Another yeah. new, another new blessing. But he won't, that God gives. Yes. Well, you know,
0: people say, "I, I just wish he would just come right now." I said, uh, "Careful what you wish for." I mean, we do too, but be careful what you wish for. Are you are, is your is your heart right? So is the, your soul
2: right? There's a short little phrase in Amos, and you had it on your shirt the other day. It says, "Prepare <laughs> to meet thy God." <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, uh, and if you're prepared, then it's yeah. good that He's coming. But, that's but right. You want to be in His Word, amen. and you want to be thinking it, on Him it, it, when He be, comes.
1: Be careful, because He ain't going to be the lollipop looking Jesus. We may have to Jesus finish with number seven on the list, but let's do that. We only got three minutes to go. In, this is a in, good one.
2: Yeah, in John chapter thirteen, verse thirty-four, Jesus gives a, a new commandment, and yes. He says, "A new commandment I give unto you." that you love one another as I have loved you, that you also love one another. Now, you all remember that in the Old Testament, God the Father gave 10 commandments to Moses. Thou shalt not, thou shalt not, thou shalt not. (laughs) And here Jesus is giving a new commandment and you remember Jesus summed up all the commandments in one when they asked him, what's the greatest? And he yes. said, the greatest is to love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, mind, and soul. And the second <laughs> is like unto this, that you love yeah. one another, Yes. right? And so here it is. He wants us to love one another, and that's the opposite of selfishness. Sure. And it's so easy to be selfish and self-focused, especially in the world we live in today. I I think maybe more than, I don't know. I didn't live in another time. I I only live in this time. I know what I know here, but it's a commandment. It's not a request. God gives us a commandment that we love one another. Now, here's one of the
1: great blessings just for the listener if you're reading and this is a great, you say, I'm not sure where to read in the Bible. And we said Psalm 119 is a great place to read, but another great place to read is if you start to read in the gospel of John chapters 13, 14, 15, 16, and 17, Amen. this is when Jesus gets with his men at the last supper and he's with them and he's talking to his disciples. And, um, Here Judas has left the room in verse 26 and now Jesus is with the 11 close disciples and he's trying to tell his disciples, little children, I'm with you for a little while. You'll seek me, as I said to the Jews, whither I go, you cannot come because I have to go to the cross. But here's what I want you to do. A new commandment I give unto you, my disciples, that you love one another as I have loved you that you also love one another and by this all men shall know that ye are my disciples if you have love one to another you know what god wants to do with you in the new year he wants to give you new life like the first verse we saw if any man be in christ he is a new creature he wants to give you the new birth on the inside along with that he'll give you the new heart he'll give you the new mind He'll put the new songs, you'll have the new mercies, you'll have the new revelations, but you know what? You'll have a a new family, a spiritual family, a church family of disciples that you can love one another. And, And he'll want you to invite your regular family to it. God's trying to build a new family down here, the family of God, all by faith in Jesus Christ. And this new year, God wants you to be a part of it. If you're not right now, The best thing you can do is in this new year, spend some time with the old book. Read John chapters 13 through 17. Read Psalm 119. Get close to God. We'll be with you next week for the first show of the new year. And until we meet with you, do like Jesus said, search the scriptures and you'll know what is true. Amen.
0: You've been listening to What is Truth? The radio show devoted to asking the question, what is truth? Listen every weekend at this time for What is Truth? Only on WECK.